I'm an old white guy. I'm the audience. Matt, we are the audience. We are also the podcasters on the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Matt. Matt, welcome back. How's the wife? She's better. Thank you. There were three podcasts last week, Matt. That's a 50% increase over what the recent trend of two podcasts per week has yes. been. The first one, the postmortem on the Super Bowl with just Cousin Sal, but no gambling. One hour, 15 minutes, and two seconds. The second one involved Brian Koppelman, then Wesley Morris, then Claire Danes out of nowhere. Yes. One hour, 40 minutes, and eight seconds. And then finally, just Ryan Russillo on my favorite type of terrible ringer podcast, a live video show at the trade deadline, which then is fashioned into an audio-only podcast. It was you terrible. call it that. I'll call it what I like because it's the Bill Simmons podcast podcast. Here we go. Fecal mishap is much more fun, actually. Yeah. And much more realistic. Two seconds into the first one of last week, Bill Simmons called the Bill Simmons podcast this. BS podcast. Pearl Jam 145. Prompt. At three minutes and one second. Sounds like he said, oof. Oof. So I, I would have accepted oof. <laughs> But not ooth. Mostly because that's not any sort of word or sound anyone makes. At four minutes and 17 seconds, Bill's childlike speech impediment. Once again. Right. They're not running when they should have won. I like this one because it was a Bill fuck up that worked. Because <laughs> uh, they should have won? Yeah, if they had run. Yeah. <laughs> Don't defend him. I just thought it was ironic. At 543, is he talking about a vein or possibly artery in the neck? Or a man who is able to keep... A number of balls in the air at the same time. If you're really going for the jugglers. When it's fourth down and you're trying to win the game, uh, but there's a guy on the sideline distracting you by juggling, you got to go for him. <laughs> at six minutes and 25 seconds. Pats came down from 10, same way. They came back, Matt. They came back no, from 10. They came down from 10, same way. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't actually come down from anything. They were behind. They were yeah. never on top. If anything, if anything they went up. At 9.17, to sum up a discussion Bill has had about the number of teams who won the Super Bowl after trailing by 10 or more points in the playoffs, Bill tries to say it was 5 out of 53. So now we're talking 5 out of 53. After tonight. And the Chiefs became the fifth team to do it. That is after Super Bowl 54. <laughs> well, if the Chiefs became the fifth, it was 5 out of 54. Math. At 10.19, when given the choice... Between two options, Bill chooses yes. Was that the second longest play from scrimmage at that point or oh, the yeah. longest for them? Yeah. Yes. It's like the Michael Scott quote, would you rather be feared or loved? The answer is both. He I wants want people to fear how much they love him. Something bizarre and unprecedented <laughs> happened with momentum at eleven seventeen. At some point, I felt that momentum shifting. <laughs> how far did it shrift? Also, what is shrift? <laughs> Shrifting. At 11.28, a mysterious L appeared. And then it came down to... It came down to... <laughs> at 16.09, about who technically did what into whom. And I was wondering if that happened tonight with Andy Reid and Kyle Shannon. They didn't technically have sex. Andy and Kyle didn't technically right. have sex. It's sort of the Bill Clinton... Uh, yes. Well, it depends what is is. I did not have sexual <laughs> relations with that Wallace coach. <laughs> 
they didn't have figurative sex. <laughs> they, they didn't have metaphorical sex. There was nothing romantic about a football well, game. It wasn't even like untechnical sex. Right, yes. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like they just sat next to each other on the bed playing with themselves. If anything else, they sat on the bed metaphorically playing against themselves. At 1832, Matt, something that bothered me all week long, Bill's inability to say the word C-A-C-H-E during paid ads. Gunslinger's cachet. C-A-C-H-E is pronounced like this. Cash. Cash. C-A-C-H-E-T, on the other hand, is pronounced like this. Cachet. Cachet. Also, it means a different thing. Yeah, so so <laughs> if there had been the bounty hunters or the gunslingers seal used especially as a mark of official approval <laughs> or b- bounty hunters medicinal preparation for <laughs> swallowing consisting of a case usually of rice flour paste <laughs> enclosing a medicine, then it would be a cachet at 20 minutes and 12 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, yeah. By the way, Terrell sucks. Yeah, it's yeah. He, it's a, he came back again. <laughs> what about Terrell Suggs? I mean, maybe he's making he came some back again to a famous <laughs> Terrell Suggs play. You feel like cluing the rest of us in, Bill? This is why you're not on the uh, NBA Inside stuff or whatever yeah. it's called anymore. <laughs> he did tell us, Chris, about how he was really good at certain things on NBA Inside stuff. What were they? Opening the show and keeping everything together, but he couldn't uh, throw to like highlights or do like 15 second clips. At 2236, uh, Matt. Bill is complaining about a ref calling or not calling a delay of game. This is what he says. He's trying to blow his whistle and f***s it up and doesn't blow the whistle. I don't think he was trying to blow his whistle. I think he brought his whistle to his mouth. But I think if he had failed to blow the whistle, he would have thrown his hat or he would have thrown a flag or he would have done something to signal the the play being dead. What he then goes on to say, however, is this. He had premature whistle ejaculation. (laughs) You, perhaps more than I, am an expert in the arts of human coitus. But I think both of us have a pretty good idea about what premature ejaculation is. I was wondering if you were going to say I was an expert in the art of premature ejaculation. Uh, Broad strokes. Uh, But here's the deal. Stroke. If he fails to blow his whistle, it is not premature anything. No. It's more like delayed. Yes. It would be like failed ejaculation. (laughs) At 2458, does not understand corollary. It's like the the old John John Elway corollary, right? Mm-hmm. You win that Super Bowl, and then that it just completely changes the narrative for the right. rest of your life. Corollary to what? <laughs> it's the corollary to what? Now, Matt, this is not uh, at twenty five fifty nine. The first time Bill has used this particular turn of phrase, but he uses it again, and I don't, I don't think it's a real thing. But then, when you really get in a nut crunching time, now there is such a thing, at least according to the idioms <laughs> by Free Dictionary, as nut cutting time. Is that like point- about bulls? <laughs> <laughs> It's the point in time in which extreme, drastic, or decisive action is required, which sounds similar to nut crunching time. Yeah. There is such a thing as nut crunch. Is it a cereal? Nut crunch, according Fiber. to Urban Dictionary, describes the physical attributes and general persona of a motorcycle popo. <laughs> what? I think this is a malapropism <laughs> where he has managed to combine nut cutting time and nut crunch into nut crunching time. Second week in a row with some bizarre <laughs> testicular torture. Ooh. At 2639, this is not how you use this cliche. He's, he's just going to rear his ugly head. Mahomes rearing his ugly head. It can't be what he means. <laughs> how did this guy get $250 million? <laughs> Jesus Christ, this guy is a hundred millionaire. <laughs> Bill went from being a millionaire to owning a baseball team kind of millionaire. Well, at least an MLS team. <laughs> 
Matt, according to the Collins Dictionary, if you say something unpleasant or embarrassing rears its ugly head or raises its ugly head, you mean that it occurs often after not occurring for some time. Bill thinks Mahomes is unpleasant, has not occurred for some amount of time, and then suddenly Patrick Mahomes occurred. At 27, 25, Bill has to tell his producer to be ready to do his job. I have a hot take. Kyle, get this ready. Mark this down. Are you ready for what his hottest take was? I'm ready. Are we sure Pat Mahomes was the MVP of the Super Bowl? We'll discuss in a moment. <laughs> At 28.04, this is the most circular magic I have ever heard of. You were pulling seven-yard runs out of one-yard runs. You were pulling four-yard runs out of two-yard losses. Despite my approval of the repeated use of pulling out, what he means is you are turning one-yard runs into seven-yard runs, yeah. but you're not pulling them out of them. Matt, remember how we uh, were talking about the hottest take that Mahomes is not the MVP? Super hot. At 29.15, Bill concludes his thought. I think I agree with you. I'm glad, I'm glad we talked this out. What he's decided is, oh yeah, I didn't really mean it. <laughs> <laughs> At 29.34, this appears to be a football-related comment, but it is like an Ouroboros trying to eat its own tail into infinity. He was the one chief who outkicked his own coverage the most in this game. Of all the chiefs, who outkicked their own coverage, he outkicked it the most. <laughs> Makes so, no sense. <laughs> he is kicking and covering the kick, but he manages to outkick the coverage he is providing for the kick and therefore is unable to cover the kick? Yes. At 35-24, edit. Most about this game. What do you have for the, uh, you know, we should talk about great calls. Because there's no question that is a bad edit. His, you know, the register of his voice is completely different. It, it would be an impressive change if Bill was able to do that on the fly. What I would suggest to his editor or producer or engineer is, uh, number one, start with paying attention. Uh, and <laughs> Bill then, asked him to. <laughs> but that was a different con uh, comment. And then number two, just take that out to try to make your boss slash uncle slash hundred millionaire yeah. not look like a dipshit. At 38.27, Bill is getting paid by Crown Royal to talk about great calls. This is the great call he offers. That's good. I think I think that's good enough to carry the, the great call of the week. Nothing. <laughs> At 39.08, you think Bill realizes that there's a chance Sal is talking about him with this comment? There's just, this is going to sound douchey, but when, you, when you're not hurting for money, it's such an ego thing. So why would you bet the Chiefs if the Niners are up 10? You're like, no, nah, I picked the right game. I'm good. I'm good at gambling, and I don't need this money. Kind of on the nose. Yes. At 40 minutes and 26 seconds, snort. <laughs> Matt, 41 minutes in, this is something that uh, we discussed with some of our buddies uh, at great length. It's about whether or not Shakira or J-Lo won the Super Bowl halftime show. I scored at Shakira 115-112. Who'd you have, Matt? Shakira, but it was close to a knockout. We had some discussion, Chris. One of the most impressive things about Shakira, not that J-Lo isn't extremely attractive, but that Shakira does not appear to be as old as, not that she's old, but she certainly looks younger than she is. I think she's like 43. Wow. Yeah. Matt, here's Bill's reasoning for why Shakira won. I thought it was a 10-8 round when they did the, uh, when they turned their backs and shook their butts together. I thought mm -hmm. that was like a knockout of J-Lo. At 41.56, Matt, Bill talks about what he needs from a halftime show. Before we get to Bill's thoughts, what are the ingredients you want from a quality Super Bowl halftime show? Music. How long should the songs be? Relatively short. A montage. No song lasts for longer than a minute. In addition to the songs, should there be any sort of physical activity accompanying the songs? Probably dancing. There's just mm -hmm. incredible dance numbers. Uh, any particular body part you would like to see shaken during the dance numbers? I feel like if other than ass, anything else would seem weird. I think I think Bill is in 100% agreement with you. <laughs> shaking. 
Matt, you know how many MVPs the NFL names each season? Well, I think by definition, only one. Only a single player can be the most valuable. Right. I, I think your math might be off. Here, have a listen at 4229. So we talk about the MVPs of the season, other than Mahomes. Other than Mahomes, who was not the MVP of the season. He was, uh, as Bill eventually points out, the MVP of the Super Bowl, Lamar Jackson. As Bill, again, eventually points out, was the MVP of the NFL 2019-2020 season. I I don't know how you can preface the comment by suggesting there was more than one MVP in a season. At 42-47, my favorite recent trend has to do with a child's game where you stack wooden (laughs) rectangles. For the Jenga stack that he knocked down. Ryan Fitzpatrick did this intentionally. Right. He won the game intentionally. You don't intentionally knock the Jenga stack down. Right. The game is designed so that you continue to play and the stack stays yes. up. You're not a success <laughs> if you knock it down. It's not mousetrap. At 42-54, this is everything Ryan Fitzpatrick changed. And the Chiefs only had to play three games instead of four. Mm-hmm. The Pats go out early. All of it goes through. Ryan Fitzpatrick and his Dolphins beat the Patriots, and it changed the seeding in the AFC for playoff purposes. And then, as a result, all of it, no idea what it is, goes through something. Yes. 4709. Three things says either, also, whatever. Either they're going to bring Tannehill back or go get another quarterback or whatever. Either you're going to have Tannehill back or you're going to get another quarterback or whatever. (laughs) Either way. (laughs) At 4942, terrible laughter. (laughs) Also scary, slowed down. (laughs) at 53.46 a Joe Bluth nominee so how do you handle the XFL I have a couple questions at 55.08 a Joe Bluth nominee yeah Yeah. (laughs) I'll take all his advice and flip it the other way at 57.13 he's talking about giving pink eye to Joe Buck Bill then has some thoughts at 57.54 which may be jokes or may not be jokes about how pink eye is transmitted. Can't you only get pink eye from some sort of sex fluid thing? I thought that was the only way to get what? it. What? See, Bill comes around when he says, I'm trying to open the door. So you think he was joking? I was I was trying to open the door if that you had a sex. Oh, I see. Matt, I guess the, the pessimistic or cynical version is that he decided he was joking after he realized he had no but idea. But even if he was eye. joking, Chris, I mean, would you have to ejaculate in somebody's <laughs> eye? <laughs> maybe you just lick their eyeball. I mean, I guess it's not really that's a not sex, sex fluid now. I mean, maybe that's not technical sex. Oh, I see. Right. <laughs> At 103.38, Matt, remember when we were kids and we used to go watch the Super Bowl with our friends in the back house? And they hung out in the back house. This guy needs more money. Definitely. He <laughs> needs more. He's got two fucking houses. The one house and then the back house where you can just go fuck around. That's where all his TVs and his Peloton are. At 104.58, these thing. But he's really into these Instagram RIP thing. It should be these things. At 105.10, bad talk. It's the safest post you can put. The safest post you can put where? <laughs> I mean, I guess the context is put. the safest post you can put on Instagram. Maybe it was a golf thing and he meant to say putt. <laughs> At 105.59, this swallow. And then a couple people had. At 107.25, a Joe Bluth nominee. I was like, who, 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 that's it? At 109.39, this swallow. The, the, everything the Lakers did. Then the game starts. Except- At 109.56, <laughs> this swallow. Because right. it's so happy. At 113.02. Los Angeles Wildcats. I feel like there used to be this show on PBS. Wild Kratz? Yeah. It's called Wild Kratz. Yeah, wow. Oh, you're talking about Wild Kratz on PBS Kids. Yes. 
at one thirteen twenty one. The snort. <laughs> we'll be back after this. Hey, uh, you want to go out with me? No, thank you. Yeah, I didn't want to go out with you either. Just was, I was no. Just it's more like, uh, hey, it would be uh, so great if we made out, right? Haha, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, I was totally joking. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, eighth grade. Sure, eighth grade. <laughs> uh, what was via note? Matt, we use Anchor.fm for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And it's free. Anchor will not only let you record and edit, you can also distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more through Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, which is handy for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. Matt, the second podcast of the week was the most schizophrenic of the three, <laughs> involving Brian Koppelman talking about the Knicks, then Wesley Morris talking about Oscar's shit, and then Claire Danes talking about everything she always talks about, but also the final season of her show, Homeland. At one minute, 14 seconds in, possibly an edit? Pretty excited about that one as well. Hey, one more thing. Bad edit. Bad job, Kyle. Bad job. Pearl Jam at two minutes and nine seconds. 2.35, while introducing Koppelman. Bill Swallows. Billions, as well as... At 2.55, Matt, when I think of saviors, the way I like to think they're being displayed is always this. And now there's another savior being dangled, Masai Ujiri. <laughs> Dangling saviors. At 3.25, this laugh. That's right. <laughs> Very sinister slowed down. <laughs> at 4.31, Matt, it almost sounded like this was going to be a theme for the episode, but this is the only other time I heard it. While kind of dangling out, at 6.20, this swallow. We're on now our third decade of... At 1946, Matt, it's one thing when Bill thinks Ben Affleck took the Batman gig because he just wanted to see how hot his hand truly was. I'm going to take my kids to this Batman movie and they're just going to be impressed. And that's my 19 and 0. And I wrote this. But what's even more impressive is when Ben Affleck confirmed it. And then he admitted that that was why that was why he did it. Bill is great. <laughs> 20 minutes and 58 seconds into the second pod. Try to figure out what this word is. A genuinely impressive yeah. guy. Genuine Lynn. Genuinely impressive. Matt, at 2138, make a joke about this mispronunciation. If you put that guy in charge of the well, Knicks, think- who is in charge of the Knicks? The problem with Bill all week was really, it sounded like he wanted to say everything so badly and so quickly that he didn't bother saying it so completely. At 2228, this swallow. If he really thinks he might have a chance, I think he yeah. would... At 22.39, a swallow followed by check boxes. And check as many boxes as possible, no meddling boxes as possible. At first, it sounds like he's going to say something that might make sense, check as many boxes as possible. But it turns out it's a specific kind of box, the no meddling box, and that there are many no meddling boxes, and he's going to check as many no meddling boxes as possible. I don't know if there are different types of meddling, but it appears that there are a number of different options for him to check those boxes. At 2347, Los Angeles is home to the Los Angeles Lakers and the Los Angeles Clippers. Don't forget the Wildcrats. <laughs> what, <laughs> but what sport do the Wildcrats play? We know the Clippers and Lakers play basketball, which makes them basketball teams. That's basketball teams. Oh, God. Two basketball city now. They are not basketballs. They are basketball teams. 
a 2754 unnecessary article. Think about it with the John Morant. Full name. No. Like Mr. <laughs> Dot T. At 3102, is this an edit? Or just a weird inhale? Send in one second. Chances are you've heard of Salesforce. No, I think it's an edit. At 3108, six seconds later. Edit. Brings companies and customers together. How does it work? Well, oh, that's definitely an edit. <laughs> it sounds like he failed to clear his throat or something. By the way, these last two and this one all in the Salesforce ad. At 3127, a swallow during an ad. View of each of your... At 3253, this Joe Bluth nominee. They're like huge, huge favorites. At 3928, Bill is trying to figure out who it was who won the Oscar for Best Actor the year Joaquin Phoenix was in The Master. Trust me when I say that, because when you listen to what he says, you'll have no idea. Do you remember who um, he lost to The Master? Who he lost to The Master. He didn't lose anyone to that movie. I at some point, contributor Nick points out, holy shit, Wesley. In my opinion, holy shit, Wesley starts here. At 4937. He did this already! <laughs> this guy is starting to get a little unhinged. <laughs> he did this already! <laughs> At 5027, this noise. I, I don't know. It was like uh, an alien was trying to emerge from his chest. <laughs> or his throat. <laughs> I don't know. At 5123. Good host Bill interrupts. It'll right. be the one that he before gets we go. All these things for. It'll be the one that he before we go. <laughs> At about fifty one thirty, Matt Bill goes into his worst eight movies of the year. The worst eight movies in descending order are Richard Jewell, The Haunting of Sharon Tate, Rocket Man, Just Mercy, Intruder, Ma, Late Night, and Serenity. He then points out that the number eight worst movie, Richard Jewell, is actually a really good movie. Good. It's a really good movie, but it's it just has a bad factual. Error. Right. Completely submarine by the dumbest movie decision of the year. He then says, number five isn't the fifth worst. It's the fifth most disappointing. This isn't the fifth worst movie of the year. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but I was so disappointed in it that I'm putting it number five. He says, number two, Late Night, was not the worst, but he was very disappointed in it. So if yes. I'm judging this by... Not what's the worst movie as much as how disappointed I was in the execution of the movie. It's also this a world you kind of know. I've Just to uh, get the math right. Number one, worst Serenity. Right. Number two, not worse, but very disappointing, Late Night. Three Ma, Four Intruder, Just Mercy comes in at fifth on the most disappointing list, but is listed with the worst movies. Right. Then Rocket Man, then Haunting of Sharon Tate, then a really good movie listed as eight worst. Would you like to hear all the things Bill and his guests found Would delicious? I'd love to. Mm. Here it goes. 30 mm. seconds. In a hotel mm. room. I'm mm. in New York. I'm mm. with my wife. Mm. Can't, but mm. not like. Huh. But, mm. And because. But that was mm. thousand mm. tens. At 55.49, Bill is not only adding extra words, he's adding extra sounds. Maybe he scaled it back. He really goes out of his way <laughs> to say he scaled it back. <laughs> like a Bacta tank. Oh, yes. Very yeah. good. I was thinking of Bactine. Okay. At 57.19, Wesley Morris continues to slowly descend into madness. Oh! He sells oh, his house. Oh, this movie is so bad! It's so oh bad! Oh, my God! It seems like it's, an, like it's a put-on. Oh! He sells oh, his house. Oh, this movie is so bad! It's so bad! At 58.53, Bill, guttural utterances. My house and... Yeah, yep, yep. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Wesley knew. <laughs> Wesley, 100% on board with that. 59.06, Wesley found it funny. <laughs> Run for your life. Ha, 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 ha,
Oh. You know a little bit about police work. I know a little bit about police work. Bill makes this statement in support of, I think, Simply Safe at 102.59. See if the math checks out for you. Your local police department probably receives 100 calls a night from burglar alarms and usually. 100 calls a night just from burglar alarms. I mean, maybe if you live in like Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> I checked to see my local police department's uh, number of uh, police officers, including the chief, it has 16. <laughs> that means that more than likely there are two, maybe three squads of three, maybe four. Can you imagine? A four-man squad doing the uh, midnight shift, getting 100 calls for burglary? I can't even imagine them getting 20 calls. Period. They would be, And that includes, like, DUIs, cats in a tree. Man is drunk, hurt feelings. As contributor Kyle points out, Bill then immediately tries to use English, does not do it right. And for a normal burglary alarm, burglary, I get, can you say burglary, Kyle? Burglary. Keep that in. Burglary. Burglary. Contributor Nick is convinced that this is left in to troll the Bill Simmons podcast podcast. Almost certainly not. This has to be a function of Bill Simmons' grandiosity. That being said, the fact that he cannot pronounce burglary in a commercial about burglar alarms, they are not burglary alarms, Matt. They are burglar alarms, is so somehow insightful to the heart of his personality. At 104.44, Bill softens when discussing anything with Claire Danes. I think it was just like played on a loop on yeah, MTV. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Affirmation Hour with Bill Simmons and guest Claire Danes. Matt, how many years in a decade? 10. I'm not sure that's really how it works. Listen at 104.58. It seems like there's one show every year like that because the next decade was Friday Night Lights. There's one show every year. Let me move 10 years hence <laughs> and give you a single example. Are you talking about 2009? <laughs> Matt, did you know, in addition to being a hundred millionaire, Bill is a big shot in the entertainment industry? That's what I've heard. At 114.55, that's what Claire Danes heard as well. So I'm producing this movie, this documentary for HBO that's that's finished now, that Alex Winter did. Oh. She sounds impressed. Oh. <laughs> uh, here's my problem with that. Is he producing it if it's done? It sounds like he produced it. Yes. Matt, it turns out that what he's producing is a show about child actors. Well, it's not what you think in some way or another. This is at 115.11. But mm. not like that's funny. the stereotypical way of the yeah. way you'd think. Stereotypical way of the way you'd think. So regardless of the way you think, it's not what people would stereotype you to think about. I'm not sure. Matt, reconcile means... For example, to cause to exist in harmony, to make or show to be compatible. Bill does not seem to understand that because this is what he says at 129.40. It was interesting. The show after that season had to reconcile. All right, what do we do with this? Because according to Bill, he is reconciling. All right, what do we do with this? <laughs> with no example given at 139.16, evidence. Real video evidence to give. We'll be back after this. I think what it actually is is something to do with when a group of squirrels get together and they're about to unleash some shit on another squirrel. <laughs> and they're like, are you guys going to go get that squirrel? They're like, it's nut crunching time. And then it makes sense in squirrel language because nuts and squirrels. Yeah, squirrels are, they find nuts to be very important. <laughs> voting isn't just going to the polls on election day anymore. Options like early voting, mail-in voting, and ballot drop boxes are available to more voters and are growing in popularity. How to Vote, a tool created by Democracy Works, 
breaks down the options your state offers for casting a ballot, empowering you to decide when and where to vote. Decide when and where you'll vote this year at howto.vote. Matt, in the third uh, podcast of the week, I'm already tired. Yes. Two hours, 12 minutes, and 33 seconds. It's the mega whatever pod for NBA trade deadline with Russillo, Pearl Jam at 150, at 657, not sure. You can set him a screen, and he's really good at, he can move Pearl, up that, right, do a little right. pop or right. whatever. So here are the number of plays he can uh, he can execute on the NBA floor. A little pop. Whatever. Anything else. <laughs> at 830, laughter. <laughs> Is there any chance? A hundred million dollars. <laughs> More. <laughs> Is there any chance? <laughs> All right, just statistically speaking, this is incorrect at nine thirty-nine. We just got a fifty-game sample size of Russell. Now, what you got was a 50-game sample. <laughs> right. The sample size was 50 games. You didn't get a 50-game sample size. You got one sample size. 1151, our favorite children's game. No, it's not <laughs> Mousetrap. So the way they've played this, this little Jenga stack they've built. I know he does this a lot, but it just never ceases to amaze you when he gets this like one, I guess what he would refer to as an analogy or something like that in his head. And then for like two weeks, you just get slammed with Jenga stacks. The problem is... You don't build a stack in Jenga. You dismantle a yes. stack in Jenga. Like he's using Jenga stack independent of the game. He doesn't care about how you play the game. It's just like, well, it's a stack. What are other things I stack? Jenga. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you are a man of, of great faith, deep faith, uh, and you have closely held beliefs. If you were to measure wow. your belief... What metric would you use? You know, I never really thought about it, Chris. Well, would you use maybe like uh, kilograms, ounces, pounds? Mile, pounds. Okay, <laughs> uh, you're wrong. At 1542, Matt, clearly belief is measured in length. Did now, you believe one inch of that? No. How many inches would you have to believe for you to be convinced? <laughs> is there a width to belief? <laughs> it's like when he was talking last week about the length went sideways. 1732. Yeah. But if you're on Denver. <laughs> Did he just? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I think he just developed either an accent or a different <laughs> speech impediment because he means your twenty one fifty four extra H's. It's pretty high level perimeter D. <sighs> I, I don't think it's extra H's. It's like CH. I think what happens is he gets a big old pool of spit in the back of his throat. <laughs> but only on H's. Maybe that's like the H comes from the back of your mouth or something. And then it, it has to emerge from the spit pool and it bubbles through. 25-25, terrifying laughter. <laughs> Now, Matt, here is some good quality audio podcasting. It's the first time we hear this at 2536. Remember, this is the trade deadline pod. Right. So for those of you tuning in to a live video feed or listening later to an audio feed taken from a live video feed, this is what you got to hear. Oh, we got to trade. We got to trade. Oh. Okay. All right. So what that is, Matt, to recap is about 15 seconds of someone off mic <laughs> announcing what the trade is, Bill briefly reacting, oh. then continuing to listen to an unmic person <laughs> read what the trade is. That is a hundred million fucking dollars. Why not just give this guy a mic? <laughs> Spotify. Or maybe you edit around it. I'm boiling over with rage and jealousy. At 2655, who cares what you say, Rosillo? 
Bill has something to say. Clint Capella and certain spells. So you're I saying think, Clint Capella, oops, don't really well, care. Well, no, actually, that's not what I'm saying. Bill, if you let me finish my goddamn thought. <laughs> All right, now, Matt, when you're doing an audio podcast or some performance designed for audio-only consumption, think about the fact that your audience might not be able to see the actions you're performing. Bill does not think. 2810. You don't want to go backwards. You don't want to keep your hands up like this. Yeah, that's Bill showing an example of what someone might do. It was hard to see when I was listening to this. At 2858, bad cash. Once again. Including the gunslinger's cachet. At 2913, if you don't have a mic, Sean, <laughs> I guess, we can't hear you. Wait, we got to talk about what Houston did. Sorry, Sean, you. Houston. But we are sorry. Now, Matt, usually the NBA draft is broken into rounds. First round, second round. That's yeah, the only two. Well, this year they're going to do something a little different. We're just throwing away first pound pick. Well, that's because that's the measurement I use to uh, weigh my faith. <laughs> in pounds? Yeah. I thought it was in British sterling pounds. How much is that pick worth, governor? <laughs> At 32.42, see if you can figure out when the sentence ends. And I couldn't figure out the contracts because I like that he's an expiring next year. I couldn't figure out how the contracts. <laughs> I just love when Bill is so excited to get something out that he doesn't even bother to say a sentence. At 3308, more English. Two of the people's loyalties is going to surpass the third person. <laughs> <laughs> Two of the people's loyalties is going to surpass the, the third, third person. person. <laughs> Not their loyalties, just them. So it's like, here it is. There's a race. There are three guys in the race. Coming down the back stretch. <laughs> Two of the people have loyalties. In the Not race. sure what they are, uh -huh. but they have them. Yes. Those loyalties escape from the people and pass the third person. Not his loyalty, yes, just him. Yes. <laughs> At 36-35, this swallow. They had three firsts last year. None of them played more than... At 36-44, what were you going to say, Ryan? Go, oh my gosh, this is great. And then Speaking you're of the Celtics. Speaking of the Celtics. That's what this fucking podcast <laughs> should be called. Yes. Speaking of the Celtics. At 37-45, another swallow. Their YouTube... Channel here. At 40 minutes and 10 seconds, this laughter. I have notes. You want, you want to look at some? Not a laugh, Chris. It's a wheeze. Daddy, he's going to hurt me. <laughs> it turns out Bill, even though he's so shy and retiring, so humble, does want to make a certain point here at 4111. This is where I'm glad I'm here. This is where I'm glad I'm here on the Bill Simmons podcast. Coincidentally, now, by the I way, am Bill Simmons. Apparently, it is. this is where I'm glad I'm here. So it's a place and not a unit of time. <laughs> but actually, the reason he's glad he's there, Matt, is this. Because this is one of the few things I'm really good at. Bill, you had me at you believing <laughs> there was something you were really good at. Now, Matt, if you're trying to figure out what the superlative of a dessert treat is, you might think it's cakest, but you're wrong. At 4226. That's one of the three pious big guys. These were the three pious paid guys. Maybe he was trying to say they were the most religious or most pious. <laughs> Speaking of food, another bad turn of phrase at 4306. There's no recipe to him helping an actual playoff team. So this is the way the cookbook works. There's a guy who's on an NBA team. Right. The guy is trying to figure out how he can contribute to the team. So he looks up the recipe to him helping. <laughs> at 4449, rhyme or reason? There doesn't seem any rhyme or reason. To the he means... To be any rhymer. There's no fucking verb in that clause. <laughs> At 45-41, a Joe Bluth nominee. What am I, where's Kevin Love? Where's At 45-56, 
and they basically doubled down and were like, ah. <laughs> Has he given up? <laughs> or did I miss something? Maybe I'm having a stroke. At 4727, Matt, I wrote down A-A-H-O-H. Would have been like, ah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Matt, at 4737, Bill wants to make this point, but he's thinking too fast for his own mouth. And now you have this guy who's basically Nick Batum clogging up here. It, it's too bad. Well, it could be clogging the lane. It could be that uh, this guy is Nick Batum who often clogs the toilet. <laughs> like maybe yeah. Nick Batum is a notoriously huge pooper. Yes. <laughs> maybe the length of his poops have gone sideways. At 49.42, remember, if you want to be heard on a podcast, talk into a microphone. Jackson, is that right? Is that how this netted out? Kevin Costner? Kevin Costner tweeted about it. Yeah, I was like, they couldn't agree on the right. At 5357, it doesn't matter what you say, Ryan. And you look at, like, you and know, they Miles have heat is always check guys a little, in the right spots. Yeah. We'll never know what he wanted us to look at. At 5451, sniff. And Bam's imp- The problem Turn is. Turn your head. He either does the wrong thing into the mic <laughs> or he does the wrong thing off the mic. Speak into a microphone, don't sniff into a microphone. At 5602, Interruption. I felt like he became Uh-oh. somebody who, like, as a three-point shooter. Trade? Not trade, but he's a guy who's like, Oh, congratulations. Great. <laughs> Another unmiked individual talking about something. An interruption that was totally useless because nobody could hear it. At 57.15, you got to pick. It's either one or the other. Send him home packing. You can either send someone home <laughs> or you can send someone packing. But if you send them home packing, <laughs> you can't be here. Go back to where you live and then put your stuff in a, in a suitcase. There. But there, where it is anyway. At 57.34, the easy joke, Matt, is must be the new math. I mean, I understand it because I know the math has moved a certain way and who knows. I feel like math is one of those <laughs> constants. Yep. Never changes. You get budget here or there, right? <laughs> at 106.42. What was that you were going to say, Ryan? What's Philly like 9 and 18 Weirdly on the road Memphis? now? <laughs> I think what happens is Ryan is talking and Bill is looking at something off camera and yep. then just doesn't give a shit that Ryan hasn't stopped. I think he's looking, at, he's looking at an iPad, man. Yeah. I interrupted you to say that. <laughs> at 106.55, I think he's discussing Donald. You go down that line. Maybe he's Pittsburgh. Another check. At 107.04. First of all, the first check, bo- check mark on the box is... Is it the first check mark on the box is <laughs> suggesting that that box has multiple check marks? Or is it the first check mark on the boxes? <laughs> there's a bunch of boxes. Only one check mark. Yes. <laughs> well, way, I guess not. It could just, it's just the first one. Yeah, but there's the opportunity for more. Right. At 144.54, something can continue. Something can go. Bill thinks it can do both. I don't see this Memphis thing continuing to go at 147.20 this if he does this and plants himself he's getting the ball what is this i'm listening (laughs) i don't know what it is well he's got to do that and then he has to plant himself how many cars do you need to carry around 250 million (laughs) dollars it probably would fill your whole back house at 148.04 you remember ja morant's full name matt the ja very good so does bill people the ja was doing really well i can't believe it (laughs) it's fucked up at 150.25, this sound goes and in. Like kind of sexy. Bill the Panther Simmons <laughs> goes <then> in. Like <laughs> <laughs> At 153.40, sniff. At 155.17, another interruption. Play here. I don't know the answer to that. Jim sure Rice said yesterday, out. he was like, Jesus, how many times has this guy interrupted people? <laughs> 
Ryan doesn't know the answer. Therefore, Bill, fuck it. I'm moving on. <laughs> Here we go. 157.21. It turns out there is a specific way you can reach a terrible decision. The all-time poor planning of seven different things leading to an equally terrible decision. Now, I'd like everyone here to consider, historically speaking, every single time there has ever been different things leading to a terrible decision. <laughs> Where does this rank? Well, it's definitely the best of the decade. <laughs> At 204.43, interruption. It's when you're like, hey, this guy kind of sucks. And that team was like and the... Matt, if you want some sort of insight into Bill's true financial picture, he makes this point at 205.59 about fixing up the worst looking house in a decent neighborhood. The worst house on the best block. And it's like, man, if somebody buys that house and makes it nice, that's going to be like a $12 million house. The fixed up house (laughs) in a nice neighborhood is now worth $12 million. (laughs) So you paid like two. Uh, uh-huh. Right, and then you fixed it up. Maybe put New six kitchen. or seven million into yep. it. Now it's worth twelve. Wow, that's a great return on investment. <laughs> if you have seven or eight or nine million dollars, we like could all Bill relate. Does at two hundred nine fifty four. This is something I can relate to. Nobody it wants loses. to hear Boston fans whine about it. He's made an entire career about <laughs> it. As contributor Kyle points out, here's cousin Kyle off mic at two ten thirty five. Thanks to Kyle yeah. and uh, at two ten forty eight during an ad read. Bill makes this botch and then realizes he's promoting something that has already occurred. Players in both GTA Online and Red Dead Online before starting January 30th, which I'm pretty sure happened like a week ago. At 211.05, cachet. Gunslingers, cachet. Oh, right. G- How they not corrected him on that one? <laughs> At 211.24. Pepsi wants to usher in the new decade a bit differently. The new decade a bit differently. <laughs> Did he just become a New Zealander? Maybe it was, uh, it was uh, Zane uh, Yeah, up. Zane Smith or whatever his name is. Possibly Lowe. Zane Lowe, yeah. This is one of the few things I'm really good at. That list includes Mousetrap, <laughs> Jenga, possibly Shoots and Ladders, or its inferior version, Candyland. I dominate at Operation. It's the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Matt. Cheetah speed and lizard glide. Falcon flight and land ride. Problem with mousetrap is Matt. It's a game of a little little bitty plastic parts that you spend forty five minutes fucking setting up, and then you just do this stupid bullshit where the little people go around the board, uh, and then sometimes they set off the mousetrap, but mostly it fails to fucking work. It's pointless. The whole point is setting it up. The gameplay sucks shit. I uh, did not expect you to have such a <laughs> serious opinion about this. Have you ever played it? Uh, yeah. We currently prefer Candyland, though. Candyland is like if you had Mousetrap without all the bullshit. (laughs) It's just like, fine, spin or whatever, go to the next color, it's over. Candyland is like beginner's shoots and ladders. (laughs) And then Mousetrap is like... Wait, you're saying that shoots and ladders is more difficult to play? because of the shoots and the ladders. (laughs) Yeah, but Candyland has like the... Well, how many shoots does Candyland have? There's like one. (laughs) So so Candyland is the equivalent of shoot and ladder. (laughs) But there are also ladders because you can pull the card that gets you to like the lollipop. Fine. This is what fucking mousetrap is like. Matt, it's like if you're playing Candyland on a bed in a hotel room and you're masturbating with Andy Reid at the same time. <laughs> this is going to go at the end. Claire Danes, solid. <laughs> she's great. Uh, always wondered if she herself suffers from mental illness based on the number of characters she's played who have mental illness, but man big Claire Danes well, fan couldn't it be the opposite that she suffers from like she uh, became 
you think too in character? She caught it from them. <laughs> I don't know. She's Maybe she caught it weird. Uh, via the pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> Sexual fluid, mental illness uh, transfer, or possibly just someone farted mental illness into her pillow. <laughs> That sounds like some holistic shit. I did it. This you girl could just fart the mental ago. illness out. Out. Yeah. And then, but then it, it's like a holistic. It doesn't thing. sound it's like, like holism. Matt, it sounds like fucking medieval <laughs> medicine. Well, we no, got like, we got two options. No, Number one, no. get the leech. Number two, you'll have to express your gaseous humors. Uh, so here's a pot no, full of beans. No, it's like this. It's like those idiots who say, well, you have a bunch of va- bad vibes, and you just have to, like, flush them out. But the way they get flushed out is through farts. But then somebody else can catch them. I Hence, pink eye. <laughs> Four seconds in. Wait, what were you, you had, I thought you were going to make a point. I was going to talk about a girl I dated. Oh, yeah. Some people compared to Claire Danes when I was younger. Oh, well, don't care. Yeah, I thought it was about a girl you dating farting. <laughs> no, we would not date any longer. <laughs> 